Welcome to Dramas with the Side of Kimchi, the fangirl party every drama fan wants to join. Grab your kimchi and face mask and let's chat Asian dramas. I'm CL Kita. I'm Drama Geek. And I'm K-Muse. So um, we just wanted to make sure everybody knows that we have um, a Patreon page over there and the first episode of the month is where those episodes will be. Um, and we also have some extra little things where we do chats and some other little bonus. Uh, I am yeah, totally we, <laughs> we throw some extras in through the we month. Do. We've, yeah. And so, hopefully we're going to be getting a Discord chat going. Like, we have ideas going. We have ideas. So if yes. you want to be a part of that part of the party, head over to Patreon and the link will be in the show notes. As I lose my voice. <laughs> so we are going to be discussing their second grouping of Crash Landing podcast, which is going to be episodes 7 through 12. Mm-hmm. So we have 7 through 12 today. And then next month we'll have the last four episodes and our final thoughts on the drama. Um, so, but today, episodes 7 through 12. And we're going to start it off by talking about... So, if you recall, Sari was about to get taken out of um, out of North Korea on like an athletic flight or yeah. something. They seem to have a lot of those. I, I would just like to say, <laughs> and she was going to be taken out, but she was waylaid by the killer truck crew, where they you know make these mysterious trucks that show up out of nowhere yeah. with all these grates and everything to kill people. And just as she was about to be smushed via truck, our hottie comes and saves her. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was shot in the process, which is sad days because it's always sad to see hot guys shot. <laughs> well, anybody shot, but especially hot guys. And she had a choice to go on to catch her flight out of North Korea, or she could give her blood to... Um, oh goodness, what is our hottie's name? Jungkook? Yeah. Jungkook, because she's the only one who's the correct blood type. In the hospital. They yeah, didn't have the any hospital. extra, yeah, in the extra hospital. blood or whatever. So he might so. have died without her. Exactly. So she decided to be selfless because she is in love mm-hmm. and save him rather than go get on the flight. So what are our thoughts on this whole situation? I have a lot of thoughts on this whole situation. <laughs> Number one... I need, before we even start talking about getting it to hospital, I need to talk about how she took charge of everything in the Jeep. I mean, there was no question that she was going to save him. Yeah. There was no question that she was going to save herself. And then when she gets, they get to the hospital, she starts, you know, she's playing hunter gatherer, trying to make sure that he has everything that he needs. And she realizes that this is not South Korea. He does not have the same luxuries, which she had always thought were necessities. Mm -hmm. And I love how she, um, she just takes care of him. You know, he's been taking care of her for this whole time. And now the tables are turned and she has to take care of him. And that adds to all of it so that when he gets up and, you know, because after you've been, 
victim of a gunshot, you get straight up and out of bed and go chase down the woman that you like. Of course. Um, we have this amazing kiss, but I felt like they were on even footing now. And and I just, it's romantic. The swoon factor is a 10. And I am so loving the chemistry between these two. I just, I love it. And that's all I have to say. So <clears throat> I I loved everything that you just talked about. The only thing that detracted from it is like the whole time that they were outside the hospital and the rain's pouring down. And, and even during the kiss, I could not stop thinking about how cold they really were because they had just stopped production the week before because it was too cold. And I'm pretty sure they were still filming in um, the out of South Korea, wherever they were, and it was freezing. And so it, it was a swoony kiss, but it was also a kiss where I just kept thinking, oh my gosh, they must be so cold. But, <laughs> but their lips were warm. <clears throat> their lips were warm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I did, uh, there was a later kiss that I liked better because of the, I didn't have to keep thinking about their freezing little bodies <laughs> the whole time. But, but I did love how she just jumped in there she um, didn't think twice about staying for him or giving her blood and not, you know, leaving. And and the part of that is probably comes from just knowing that having that idea in the back of her head that she'll have another chance. But even if she didn't have another chance, I think she would have still stayed because she was firmly like, you know, she was in she love. was gone yeah, by that time. Yeah. So I really enjoy the visuals of this whole sequence because the director is filming them so beautiful visually. Mm -hmm. It's always mm -hmm. like a postcard whenever they're kissing or whenever they're together. Or I think later on he like does a back hug on her. He does really good back hugs, by mm -hmm. the way, because I <laughs> remember that in multiple dramas, but mm -hmm. he's really good at that. And the director really gets the skinship feels right between these two and uh, really <clears throat> adds a lot of emphasis on the emotions and stuff. And so I've really enjoyed this whole segment because we did get to see them at a little bit more of a disadvantage. Mm -hmm. um, because, again, it's not often that he has been in a disadvantage. In fact, this might be one of the few times he is because mm -hmm. usually he's very in control and um, forward with the motions of what needs to happen. And so I really appreciate that. Um, I, I also appreciated that she is starting to think of, well, what's going to happen to him? How am I going to save him? Uh, rather than just, well, I need to get out. I need to get home because she does see some of the reality with the other North Korean evil bad guy, right. Uh, come <clears throat> in with the troops and she, ex she avoids detection and, uh, the mother or his fiance and her mother come in, you know, there's people that are being affected. That's not just her. And you kind of get that. She's starting to get more of a sense of what's going on rather than being sheltered from all of the effects. Mm -hmm. And I kind of do like that. She called, I guess this guy's her ex fiance. Yeah. 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 You the don't get lead. that in the first 30 or couple episodes you don't get the... i don't know how long they were <coughs> engaged or if it was well, a... he just looked like a date right you it know did. it yeah. did not look yeah. like a fiance situation yeah um and so it is i did like that she called her ex-fiance and that they had that moment and i 
I really like the dynamics between those two because, again, they're very pragmatic um, and very non-emotional. I We got some really great moments, I think, mm-hmm. um, that gave the second lead guy some depth, well, which I it, really liked. I'm trying to... Cause- We've that the there's only been one episode that I've watched past that and I'm pretty sure this wasn't revealed in that episode I about his character. No, it was it was revealed okay. in the ones okay. we're discussing. So you haven't yes, watched I haven't okay. watched past and so I think when you find out the reason that he cuz he's not cuz they lead you to believe up until the to the point that he's he, just greedy. He's yeah, he's greedy and he was a swindler. He was a con artist. Like that was his yeah. character and then you realize no, he's not a con artist. He was just conning their family because they had done something to him. So then it's oh, it was revenge. Yeah. It gives you a new light on his character and, and then, we all know how I feel about revenge. <laughs> Two thumbs up from K Muse. Yes. <laughs> So, well, and honestly, doesn't he like becomes so much more attractive too? Yeah, when when we realize that he's a good person, mm-hmm. I always found him attractive, <laughs> even when he was a swindling jerk. And he looks so good in orange. That's my favorite color, <laughs> and it is so rarely used. And I thought he looks superb in his orange sweater. So kudos <laughs> to the stylist. Well, let's talk more about style, and let's talk about whenever. Um, they get back to the village and Sayri reveals the truth to her posse. Um, you know, her girl gang there in the village, she, she has to explain what's really going on. And they're referring to the other, um, girl, not as a fake fiance, but like, they have so much sympathy kind of for like Sayri. like a homewrecker kind of situation. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> And um, her friendship with these women, she's never, it's obvious that she's never had a friendship like this before. And these women have nothing to give to each other, but they give everything. You know, there's, they, they find little treats for each other. So one of the things that she wants to do so much is she wants to give something back. So in order to, um, to give back, she takes her engagement ring to the pawn shop. And so is start- maybe that's when they're talking about his fiance. Is are they referring to that situation where they actually get engaged for like two seconds? No. no. Okay. I don't oh, think so. Okay. Or maybe so, I so don't what- remember. That might have been she might have ran off with the ring on her finger. She did. Yeah, she yeah. ends up with the ring and then she ends up using or, that. He and is I feel a little like, bad. That's kind of like, oh, I'm going to like hawk your ring for nothing. Yeah, he for- didn't care. <laughs> well, he never even paid attention to it. So, so remember, though, she's still trying to get away. And um, the hottie, not a con, he is saying, well, if you marry me, we can leave as a married couple. Mm-hmm. So she mm-hmm. gets the ring. And, um, she, so whenever she decides that she's going to try to do everything on her own again, she gets back to the village and she's like, I have something of value. So she takes to go and she pawns her ring and then proceeds to go on a shopping spree. (laughs) So let's talk about the talking to the, telling the truth to the women in the village and our little shopping spree. I thought it was very smart of her to 
wait and leave them a letter. So it wasn't, they didn't have to choose between uh, being loyal to her or their families. Because, you know, if they kept her secret for real, it could have led to some severe consequences. Right. Um, So I did like that. I did like that they all realized that she was the owner of that that makeup brand that she was all hawking (laughs) and it was a really sweet moment and just the whole whole relationship has been so sweet from the get-go I really enjoyed that whole segment I agree I really like that um she wanted a real connection with them and leaving the letter when she thought she was like leaving for good was a, a way that she could still have that connection with them and not have lied and then just leave and not tell them the truth. So I really liked that she cared enough to do that. And then I also loved all of their reactions and even carried on through some of the other things that have happened, like the one lady's husband who isn't influential anymore. So they're not benefiting from it if they treat her nicely or look out for her, which is kind of how it was portrayed before that, that that's why they were doing it. But now after her husband is arrested, Um, then it's just that they care about her, that they care about each other. And Sari kind of ended up being part of that. Like she um, cared about them and then they cared about her. And and I love that they were like, took her side and were like triumphing her of like, um, even when they learned her identity of being from South Korea. So I have, I agree with everything that y'all said. And I have to add that Seri has gone from being a cold and calculating person to someone who genuinely cares about other people. And true friendship is something so special, and it's really hard to find. She has discovered this this friendship with these women, and and they've become like her family. And she has shared their successes and their failures, and she has given each of them a moment to shine in the group. And if you remember, they've all had a chance to step up. So whenever the other woman's husband is disgraced and... They're like, you you know, has anybody seen her? Has anybody seen her? Everybody's like, we know that we can't be associated with her. But sure enough, the moment it gets dark, women are coming out of the woodwork with food, with with wood, with Mm -hmm. anything that they can to help her. And she's telling them to go away because she cares about them. So we've gone from every man for themselves to this really loving, tight-knit group. And... Sari's only known how to give people stuff. So, of course, she wants to go and, and, and buy them nice things. And I have to say, the little fashion show <laughs> and, and them walking down the street was, was just, I loved it so much. But it also gave us this glimpse into the past because they go to the pawnbrokers to pawn her ring. And she's been looking at this watch. And she's like, oh, and we know there's a history behind the watch. So I I really like the connections that have been built. Yeah. So does 
Louie or Bruce. <laughs> it's Bruce. I was going to say, that sounds like unhappy. Bruce. <laughs> Bruce the Destroyer. <laughs> Bruce, Bruce is locked out of the bedroom. Uh, uh. And he is unhappy with his life choices mm. right now. <laughs> so I apologize for the chorus of barks coming from my end of the microphone. <laughs> Sweet Bruce. Before we get much farther, how awesome was it that he, like, found this hidden lodge and, like, went single-handedly to, like, break her out and, like, kicked everyone's butt? I love that. Oh, yes, yes. Because he's... I forgot. She's with the second lead guy at his fancy fancy, lodge house. And he goes and finds her, kicks everybody's butt... After being shot, of course, yes. because everybody, once they have surgery, can go kick people's butts. Yeah. But he looked really people. good. <laughs> he looked really good. And then they go and have the night with the candlelight and all that kind of yeah. stuff. That was well, really... and I thought that it was self-sacrifice done well, because a lot of times you get the ugh, yeah. noble idiocy moments. They were both on the same page. Yeah, they both they kind of both... knew. He knew she was doing it for that reason. Yeah. And, and he just kind of let like, her play it ugh. out. Yeah. It was very romantic and very hot. Yeah. Mostly hot. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. So and then she stole a car that had no gas. <laughs> Yes, that's how they you ended know. up in the candlelit school or whatever. Yeah. 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 I just wanted to, like, mention that yes. moment of no, hotness before yes. we got too far. Yes. It'd be sad if they didn't think we didn't appreciate it mm-hmm. as aesthetically pleasing as it was. <laughs> Unfortunately, with all the breaks when I was we were creating this, like, outline for the, you know, it's just six episodes, but it's been, like, a long period of time yeah. for the six episodes because we've had two different times where they haven't aired episodes. And I binged it all in once, so I was mm, like, it's okay. fresh in my memory, gotcha. I think, compared to yeah, everyone no, that else. That happened forever ago. <laughs> I know. So, our second lead couple, are we liking their story? Do we think they're good people? Entitled? Sexy in a till jacket? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what are our thoughts? So, I'm actually really enjoying them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure I'd want to see just them all the time but the little snippets back to north korea that we're getting i really have enjoyed i enjoyed that we got more of his story and mm-hmm. i like that the second lead girl she's not devastated because she was deeply in love per se you know she thought he was attractive and charismatic but it wasn't that deep all-encompassing love and she's hilarious when she gets drunk and it makes me <laughs> laugh because man yeah. she does not have good drunk manners no. and it's kind of funny <laughs> there was also that instance because didn't he oh yeah no, he she, piggybacked her no, or something she was stupid enough one of the times because you know she's in north korea yeah. so she probably doesn't know that she's did you want do you want ramen and he's like you're inviting me for ramen <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> Ramen, I wink, quotation marks. <laughs> <laughs> so I love the second couple. Um, I think that she's a firecracker and she is, she, she wants more out of life than anything. I mean, she, she wants to live a good life. That is the number one thing about her. She wants to have power and influence and security and I can't really blame her 
You know, she's, it's not something that we usually admire, but when you live somewhere where there's very little power that you can have, I don't blame her for wanting to make sure that, you know, she's, she's going to be at the top of the food chain. And I love how she keeps him in line and, um, he is just slick I just he is he, he is <laughs> and he's he's loud and obnoxious and if this had been like in the 1920s he would have been in a bright check suit <laughs> and probably selling snake oil he probably would now <laughs> and and I just I I love their dynamic because it's like loyalty among thieves yeah and so that whole the the more things are bad, the closer they get together, and um and they're protecting each other, but they have no agreement, and yeah. I find that really interesting. And I kind of laugh at the parents too, like <laughs> suspecting <laughs> that she's, you know, with someone. Yeah, with well, the I mean, with on. the heavy set eyebrows. <laughs> if if you walk in and um he was just there and his all together with the towel wrapped around um what would you <laughs> sorry think? salivating again <laughs> so clean pretty. up the drool came <laughs> used clean up the drool <laughs> he's so pretty so yeah and so yes sexy in the teal jacket sexy in orange jacket sexy 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 <laughs> <laughs> so I have really enjoyed them. I've liked both of their trajectory of like what their couple, the couple, like the characters are going through. But then, but what I've really loved is just them two together. Like I love watching them interact. I love him pulling out of her uh, more like an, a more authentic person instead of just her thinking about like, I want to get married and I want to have power. Like he's bringing out the real of like, what do you really want? Who are you really? And I love seeing their <clears throat> them two together. And then I I feel like his character, every, uh, like maybe when he kind of sold her out to the, the brothers, but as he's moved forward, he's helped her each step of the way. She's called him and he's been there to help out the, to help Sari out. So he's not, he's shown that he's not a bad person. And um, there's been a lot of new stuff on all of the, like the, the soldier actors getting offered roles and stuff, which I mean, they're cute. I don't think any of their acting has been like phenomenal to where it's like people should be clamoring at their door to hire them for lead roles. But that's kind of what's happening because of how popular the drama is and everything. Yeah. But I was like, what about her? Cause the, the woman, the girl who plays the second lead actress, she's doing an amazing job at the, um, being a North Korean and all of that. Like, I really feel like she's doing a good job. And I think I saw some news the other day about her getting offered something. So that makes me happy. That's cause it's like, if the drama, because it's gone so viral, it's so popular. Everybody's getting all of these offers to star in other dramas after this one's over. Like she needs to, to be acknowledged too. And she is thankfully. So that makes me yeah. happy. No, I love both of them, and I hope they both have a lot of success from this. Mm -hmm. Slowly for the second lead yeah. guy, so he doesn't have another moment of, you know. So, because I, I was so excited when he went into first lead, and then he had to 
step back from show. that. Yeah. But he's done a For really real good reasons, job. And he I really appreciate that he was smart and he stepped back if he yeah. needed to. So hopefully he will slowly transfer into lead roles if he's able to do it. So. All right. So the next part of the story is um, uh, Jung-hook is arrested uh, by our big bad evil guy <laughs> meh bad evil guy he's very meh i think i have that question down later but so he's arrested um Sari's kidnapped um that's when she drops the watch that she just bought and gets kidnapped and this leads to her meeting his parents in some of the most hilarious like when she oh, thinks it was good that his parents are actually um, second leads parents yes the other girl's parents so she meets his parents um and then they are reunited at her parents house um what are our thoughts on that our favorite moments from that whole sequence it was so funny. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, just dad's expression when she starts going off and being like, I'm sorry about your daughter, you know, yeah. and your future son-in-law and all this. And although each step, like each thing she said just proved how loyal she was to his son. So it wasn't exactly. a bad thing. Like it exactly. really did work in her favor, but it was just so funny. <laughs> Cause again, pretty sure dad was going to bury her in the backyard. <laughs> he was. Possibly. I don't know if mom uh, would have let him, but yes, it, that w- I think that was the original plan. Yes. Yes. You know, he, they kidnapped her. So yes. Yeah. Um, oh, he definitely wanted to test her yeah. and, and find out what the story was. Yeah. He exactly. definitely yeah, there probably was like a, a bunker or something he was going to keep her in, you know. <laughs> yeah. So it was very interesting. Um, tons of chemistry. So much charm and chemistry through the whole situation between her, the dad, and the mom. Um, it was very sweet when she finally realized who it was. And mm-hmm. I liked that she saw the room and she's like, wait a second. This is his room. Yeah. I recognize the style i recognize the type of books you mm-hmm. know she knows him um just sweet all around again noble it is done really well it didn't make me annoyed it made sense mm-hmm. so i really enjoyed it and i really enjoyed them reuniting and how just heartfelt loving they were towards each other it was so sweet and any parent who loves their child, their hearts would just break at that moment. Mm. So it was a good moment all around. I have to say that she is ferocious where he is concerned. Mm-hmm. And I love how she, she has nothing to lose. She has nothing to lose here. She's, she's in North Korea. She, she doesn't know, you know, at this point she's feeling betrayed by everybody. And these people, she thinks, are going to attack the one person that she cares about. So she is like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to protect him and I don't care about your daughter and blah, blah, blah. And then she, I love, like Kami, you said, I love that moment where she realizes this is his home. Mm-hmm. And this is his personal space and it's comfortable and it's comforting to her. And um, I love what she did with the books mm-hmm. it was very oh. cute i'm glad they explained that because i was like i don't get it until they like wrote it all out I was like, oh. <laughs> and and mm. i need to i need to talk about one thing that i'm kind of confused about i thought that 
that was not his real mother, but she is like beside no. herself. Yeah, no, that's his real mom. No, it's his real mom. It's her mom that's not her real mom. Yeah, and that's the part everybody was confused about last time. But yeah, that's it's her. She they've never even established who her real mom is or what happened to her or why she's not in the picture, at least from what I've seen. Yeah. So that's his real mom. Yeah. So I, I just know that his mom, I loved because this is a couple that's quite a bit older and she goes straight for the throat and she says, I will not lose another son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she, you know, I he mean, would die trying to save her. Mm hmm. Or yeah. if she did die, there would be no going back at that point. And Especially mom, if it was because would, of his parents. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I really felt like mom, you know, the combination of Sayri and his mom, it, they could probably take over the world. <laughs> I mean, if you could love somebody enough to where you would, you would do anything, uh, it's amazing, you know. So I thought the her interaction with her uh, the dad was hilarious, but like my favorite moment was when um, Jung Hook gets there and he's like talking to his dad and he's just like so passionate and like in tears, pretty much of like if you hurt her, if you do anything to her, and then the mom taking her hand and bringing her around the corner so that he could stop being in pain. And let her know she's alive. She's fine. We haven't done anything to her. I loved that. That was like so sweet with his mom and how much she cared about both her son and her. And I, uh, yeah, I really loved that uh, interaction. And it like he's just he she saved him at the hospital. And I mean, we've known for a while that he was just so gone, 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 gone. (laughs) It's like even more that. You know, he's doing what he's supposed to do, but at now he's just like, no, I am going to save her at all costs and nothing else matters. So, yep. Hot, hot, hot. Mm-hmm. So, um, we also got this wonderful scene in Switzerland, which I think we should do our 20 year kimchi reunion <laughs> in Switzerland. In the, well, in this town, like Sold. just the Alps and yeah. the river. Or the lake and everything is just like breathtaking. Mm-hmm. It might be my favorite foreign location that they've filmed in. It's so just unbelievably beautiful. Um, but we see the, this scene where uh, Jean Kuk is going to be going back to North Korea and he has all his luggage and all his items, including his piano. <laughs> on the the dock waiting to be transported um and he's playing his last song and she's on a ship in the harbor and hears him playing this piece and somehow remembers it i don't know how she remembers it because know what i wouldn't be able to do tinker out some song <laughs> that i heard when i was suicidal on a right. piano yeah. randomly um but we see this future connection. So there's all these very just heart-wrenching connections between the two. They really are. It's a well-done faded. I mean, it's kind of cheesy because it's the whole faded thing in the past and right. reconnected. And it's like, yeah, right. But it's beautifully done. And so we get this gorgeous scene of him playing the piano on the docks with the Alps looming over him. Mm-hmm. And it's so pretty. 
And what are our thoughts on this? And I think I shared mine because it's like, oh, my gosh, breathtaking. (laughs) So my thoughts are just how well done all of this was with their connection from the past. You know, you've got Seri on the boat and she's thinking about ending it all and she's done. She's heartbroken and she hears this beautiful music and it stays with her. And it's, it's one of the things that adds to her wanting to live. And she has no clue that the person on the dock is playing this song because they have to give up everything that they've worked for. And it's, it's that whole parallel moment that it just grabs your heart and for her to, to admire the song, the music and to find out that it was him. It's just amazing. And, and it, and it just, I got the warm fuzzies. So not to stomp on anybody's heart, but (laughs) (laughs) I loved the picturesque scenes I loved the the um, cinematography. I loved all of that, but I could have really just deleted all of that part of their storyline and been totally happy with it because I just no. <laughs> I agree that I it is cheesy it... and unrealistic, but I just want to go to Switzerland now. I know, no. So again, I want to pe- pretend to be Heidi on the Alps. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't. I don't think. Um, that they necessarily needed to take these scenes and the sequence out. It just, and when you look at the big picture, especially, and this is something I'll probably talk more about in our next podcast, but I personally feel like the episodes are bloated and need to be shorter. Um, I feel like the, the drama would benefit from a little bit less, some of the side stories and be just a little bit more concise. And I think some of this could help that. So I find it beautiful, but it's not it's not my favorite part of their relationship or the drama. My favorite part of the relationship is what has happened since they've been North Korea and how that bond has been formed in North Korea and everything. So, But are you still in for kimchi quest in 20 years? I am. Years? I absolutely think that, okay. you know, we're going out on that bridge. I'm not going out on the bridge. <laughs> we're we're not going on the bridge. <laughs> no. Jen and I will go out on the bridge. We'll be sitting at the dock saying, this is the spot he and stood And we're going to go, does anybody know right? where Hume Ben is? <laughs> <laughs> It'll be epic. And we'll all have the worst asthma because I just imagine that the like level of oh, the, it, we're air. so high yep. up. <laughs> but it'll be worth it. It'll be worth it. Okay. So next thing. <laughs> No stomping so, of hearts with this one. What do you mean, no stomping of hearts with She's this one? She's not going to like say it's the bloated part of the story <laughs> and like dash all of our our fantasies of living in Switzerland. Okay, okay. <laughs> we're talking. Our next part is talking about Sari's goodbye. I know. That's what I'm saying. I will have and her return to South Korea. Yeah. So, so she goes. And I, I have to ask though, very quickly, wasn't it actually kind of easy 
came it was. back to South Korea. <laughs> it I was mean, indeed. It was, was a long romantic <laughs> walk. And don't step I, on a landmine, no, dear. Yeah, don't <laughs> step on a landmine. And let's come back for a couple of kisses. Um, Where's the but, fence that they were so. saying there was no way she could get out? She would get electrocuted think, through the fence. I think they did. They turn it off. I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't know. Thankfully, but, when she was on the other side, her dad was able to come get her because. I don't know what would have happened to just some random person coming from North Korea over to I the know, South Korea center and going, I'm really South Korean. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Aside from that. <laughs> it was very beautiful. I ha- It was very beautiful. I was ready to be back in South Korea, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I, I have been waiting to see what happens once they get in South Korea for like, at least four episodes, you know, so definitely North Korea part went a lot longer than I was expecting it to, maybe. Um, not in a bad way, necessarily, but I definitely was always like, okay, what's going to happen when they get back to South Korea? Mm-hmm. And so I'm glad that we're here. So I was definitely more of the, okay, let's get to the next part than the whole, oh, we're going to be separated forever. Because it's like, no, you're not. <laughs> For some reason, he'll be coming just right behind you. So, you know. On with it. <laughs> My favorite part actually was, which this could be considered some of the extra, but the soldiers and like them sitting Aww. out there talking and them missing her and like how beautiful it was and just like their conversation and then their goodbye of him deciding that he was going to take the risk of stepping over the line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and saying goodbye to her. And that's the kiss I was talking about earlier of like that one it is was the one that I really kiss. liked. Oh, versus yes, that the was really... much better. There was no hesitance with that no. one. Right. Yeah. Well, my favorite part about this whole scenario had to be when she stepped through the doors of her business mm-hmm. and the world came to a skidding <laughs> At her own halt funeral. <laughs> and all of her brothers and sisters-in-law pooped <sighs> their pants. <laughs> That was so awesome. Was. And I it love everyone's awesome. like, who are you? I'm like, she doesn't that look that different without sunglasses, people. <laughs> <laughs> it was fantastic mm-hmm. because she walked in like a boss. And she it really was, did. <laughs> and 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 you know, the the guys, her her one um her insurance guy and the other guy when um I'll start with her assistant or whatever he was when he saw her and he cried but my favorite my favorite is the insurance guy because you guys he had fought and fought and fought and he's like i know she's alive i know she's alive now we know he didn't want to pay that insurance was it insurance yeah. or was he a i thought he was a reporter no was it's he insurance, insurance? Oh, okay. it was he insurance, was insurance. Okay. he sold the insurance policy oh okay yes but wow, that's one committed insurance man <laughs> and then he got fired and she shows up and she's like you're working for me now, buddy. Yeah. And, and I just, you know, she has learned the value of surrounding yourself with good people. And you can tell that, that she has started to reward people for caring. And, and I don't think that that's a bad thing. You know, the people that cry when you're gone and miss you, 
you when you're not around are definitely the ones that you should reward. Well, mm-hmm. and they were fighting for what they knew. They weren't letting it go under the rug like so many other people did with her brother. I mean, oh. her brother's pretty scummy. <laughs> well, her, mm-hmm. you know, her, they, the, the two guys totally went against her brother to tell her father. And I love how they, you know, they were like, she's alive, she's alive. And her brother's like, no, who are you going to believe, me or some crazy guys? And when she comes walking in that door, it, it was just fantastic. Fantastic. It was. Or, yeah, both times because she did it to, like, at the in the entrance with her funeral, you know. Right whatever, where you put the flowers and stuff. And then she did it again when her sister-in-law, the witch, is trying to take, take over, over her company. company. Yeah, And it was just like, oh, slow clap moment. Yeah. That was well done. Yeah. So. I was a little worried when she first, like, a, like the first little bit after she got there, because I'm like, is she going to go right back to her cold self when she's dealing with, like, even her like yeah. assistant and stuff? But then the way that she treated him and like, I loved how um, they showed her going out to the other side of where the North Korea, you know, was and that she's all crying and he's trying to figure out what's wrong with her. And he's like, I don't like her like this. Like, (laughs) I really like we need to eat lunch. I don't like eating alone anymore. (laughs) It was cute. There's a lot of cute moments. There was. All right. So. We had one cameo in this the set one of was good. <laughs> Kim Soo Hyun's cameo. It was hilarious to see this, the two different sides of um, Twitter where some people were like knew exactly what it was from. And other people were like, oh, I think I need to go watch that movie because I have no like they didn't get it. And it's like, no, no, he was his character. Uh, like, the, from the I movie. didn't even know that was it. But I saw him in the outfit. Oh, yeah. As soon as like, you. Oh my gosh, they used it. Yeah. (laughs) It was so good. Yeah. So his secretly greatly character was totally the set. Like he was, he's a North Korean spy that comes over and doesn't have a mission. And his whole, his whole um, identity is that he's kind of a simple minded idiot who's a mediocre worker. Like, no ambition, no anything, who lives, like, (laughs) on the top of a rooftop. And, you know, definitely, like, not the brightest bulb. So to see him, like, switch it back and forth, I'm a North Korean spy. And then to his boss, ah! (laughs) You know, it was Well, that was uh, the appeal of his character in that movie was, like, how, you know, he was kind of badass. He was totally... um, sloppy on the outside and full on abs on the inside so (laughs) oh that's my favorite part yes yes um and so the cameo but that also leads to the reason they had the cameo is that the dad kind of i think breaks with what he would have done in the past and ends up going and sending all the soldiers including the spy soldier that listens in um to South Korea to bring um, his son home. His son home. Yes. Yeah. And before that happened, we also had the scene where before Jung Hyuk goes to South Korea, where he is given the information and the watch by the spy. Yeah. So he switched the, sides because he, he had fallen Finally. in love with everyone too. 
Yes. So. Well, and he never, he was never somebody who wanted to do any of those things. He was just. He has a family. He his has mom no choice. Was, yeah. He, he was, everything was positioned to where he didn't have a choice. And then he finally was just like, even if it means my family is killed or whatever, I still have to not be the the cause of these people's deaths. So, so he ends up with the rest of them on that and that sports, they send them as sports people, uh, and they get they, on a bus and then they're able to leave there and go. So <laughs> many sports people. <laughs> like and they have no clue. Like, I mean, they know where she works, but other than that, I have no clue. So they're just wandering around South Korea. She <laughs> likes chicken. She <laughs> likes chicken. <laughs> Check the chicken places because, I mean, she eats it three times a week. <laughs> there was a really funny sequence where, like, all of them tell about what they did for the day and they all end up running into her or almost find, finding him. him and or fighting them the game where they were fighting each other. That was pretty funny. But, um, yeah, so they end up in South Korea trying to find her and they don't do a very good job of it. They lean more towards... Uh, uh, Kim Soo Hyun's um, bumbling, character. bumbling character versus the smarter one. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. But the one who loves dramas got to finish his dramas and watch um, Chuno, <laughs> which was really he funny. Did. He <laughs> saw, <laughs> no, why did he die? <laughs> I love that. It's like, oh, yeah. yes. I have to say that the cameo was extremely well done and it took it took me like four beats before i was like oh my gosh they're going there (laughs) and um (laughs) the chicken place and him handing over the the job of delivering chickens yes um, (laughs) it was hilarious um i loved that dad sent his crew to go find him and i really like that the rat the a wiretapper mm-hmm. is a part of the team. Yeah. I I feel like he is such a deep character. And I love his wife. And I love how they are just an example of when people can be at their full potential, how wonderful they can be. Um so I I really uh, appreciated the fact that these guys were like obsessed with chicken and <laughs> more chicken and lots of chicken. I always want to eat they, so much fried chicken when I watch these shows. But yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Especially and they, if they that kept one. Looking. Mm-hmm. They kept looking for her and they kept trying to go to her place of work and nobody would take them seriously. <laughs> But I love that I, they tried to get like fancy clothes. <laughs> Their outfits. <laughs> Going into the furniture store or wherever that was yeah. that to try to meet her during the opening mm. was hilarious. Poor little baby, baby soldier falling asleep <laughs> and leaving his shoes. And can we just talk about how heartfelt the reunion was? Mm-hmm. I totally uh, bawled all both accounts times. Yeah. 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 With Teared him and, up. Her. and it both times. It was so amazing because they were so happy to see him and then whenever they saw her, ugh. Yeah. And then going to her house and they look for wiretaps. It's like, oh <laughs> he's these like, little things. Yeah. <laughs> but 
Yeah, just hit all the right feels on that. Like, 100% knocked it out of the bar park. Mm -hmm. Just oh. hit the right tone completely with the little completely. ducklings. Completely. So. Completely. All right. So the last uh, plot point I think that we're going to talk about, and I kind of grouped a bunch together, um, is bad guys breaking uh, the breaks. Although, and we've kind of touched a little bit on this, but all of the different breaks from the show that the, how it, if that's felt like it's like stalled the plot or anything. And if you're cameos, you binged it, so it didn't really matter to you. Um, <laughs> and then the blurry eyes of the actors being so apparent in uh, the show and needing sleep. I mean, there was a couple of episodes that like during, we know that she was taken, the actress was taken to the emergency room to get, you know, some fluids and stuff. And so you can, uh, Hune Bin, even the last episode I saw, like just seeing him in like an interview before the drama started airing and then watching that. And I'm like, either they're really giving him a lot of eye drops to make him look like he's about to fall over dead or he's really tired because his eyes are so yeah. watery and blurry. But um, what are our thoughts on that? And I will go last since I just was talking and everything. So. Okay. I'm really underwhelmed with the bad guys, to be perfectly honest. They all kind of bore me. Um, the only one that feels like has any distinct personality is actually maybe her sister-in-law. I do find her slightly more interesting than any of the other characters. Um, her, I find the story with her stepmother, I guess it'd be, or maybe even adopted mother, whatever she is. Um, I find that interesting. I do kind of like that aspect. If the mother's actually supportive. Of her. I like that we got that story where the mom just left her, you know, mm -hmm. um, on the beach. And that she's not her real child. So there is a lot of conflicted feelings. It, it's interesting. See, and then the, and they haven't defined it. But to me, it feels like she's the daughter of a mistress. That'd That's be what my it guess. feels like to me. Yeah. And that the mother may still even be out there somewhere. But that he did the whole thing where he went and found her and took and her took away her from her away the from family. The, took her into yeah. the family and started raising her. Maybe about the age that we start seeing all of the flashbacks that like 10, seven, you know, maybe so 10 year old age, maybe a little bit earlier than that. But that's my feeling of what's going well, on. Well, and that. once she starts competing with her own sons, I think it definitely gets more dicey on to what's going to happen there. But there is definitely so a birth secret. Yeah. Yeah. There is definitely some kind of birth, birth secret. And I'm curious because mom acts really weird. She looks acts so, very guilty. Like maybe she does love her, but she just had a moment or whatever it is. It, it's really no, I interesting. Think, I it's a weird wonder, dynamic. I almost wonder if it's almost as if she were maybe really her child from someone else. I don't know. There's now some they, kind of in the last no. couple episodes. They make it very clear that she's the stepmom. She says. Something know, of like, I'm not your blood. I, I honestly, I think that the reason they treat her that way and the way the brothers treat her that way is she is the mistress's daughter and she's only related to the dad. The dad. And she's not blood related to either. Well, she would be blood related to the sons, well, but and not I'm a little full. disappointed because 
because we have so little time in South Korea, I don't think we're going to really be able to flesh out the story no. to where it needs to be. It, it was a good concept. I just don't think we have the time mm-hmm. to delve into it and the specifics. Um, that's not where the focus is in the story is. I would have preferred that over pretty much all of the bad other bad guys that's kind of boring yeah the bad guy is very yeah it's underwhelming and it's very lackluster and i won't remember him at all when everything's said and done and you know years later it's it's not like he does not make our hot serial killer list (laughs) he would definitely he would not make even like no serial killer list he just would not be uh, a memorable person or, or even like the surrounding, like the conflict of being in North Korea versus South Korea. That was a good conflict and interesting. Yeah. And then her family had, has been pretty interesting, but I would say him in particular and anything surrounding him, it's just meh. <laughs> yeah. So I think that it's a lot of the boy who cried wolf. Yeah. They keep wanting to drag her back and, and there's really no reason I don't understand why the the guy wants to take her back to North Korea. He wants to that her brothers. I think he wants to prove, but that doesn't change the fact that he still got arrested for what he did. I mean, right. But I think yeah. he wants to take down as revenge, take down yeah. Jung-hyuk's family and his dad and her proof of her being in right. there or whatever might take him down. I don't know. So it's and murky. I was very disappointed in the dad knowing where she was, even if it wasn't as soon as his son knew, it's like, do did he kind of just leave her there, or you know what I mean? The dad, they, I think the dad went and picked her up at the at the station yeah, that was right across quickly, the border. <laughs> but how quickly? You I know, know what I mean? I don't know because it did kind of seem like, well, I don't know where I want to take these things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. It was. I. Yeah. It was messed up. Um, as for the blurry eyes, having binged it, it did feel, at least it felt like topic appropriate for why they were upset. Because a lot of the blurry eyes, the worst of it was when they were separating and they right. were upset and they right. were depressed. She looked absolutely gorgeous when she was crying oh yeah she looked in, in the different places <laughs> but it's like she looks gorgeous but you know that she's super yeah. tired like you if know? i didn't know the background behind what was going on i right. don't think it would have stood out for me to be perfectly honest gotcha. but um i do find it interesting that they have stayed with the quality of filmmaking from the start to the end because mm-hmm. usually by now we're getting like your bare bones camera angles and stuff. They're Mm -hmm. not as into cinematography, but the director obviously has really been, well, probably negatively pushing it to get the scenes visually, Mm -hmm. which is sad. I wish they had put a couple extra weeks in to their pre producing, but it is what it is. It's almost over. It is almost over. So, and on that topic, (laughs) Uh, what are we hoping for the last four? Reunification. <laughs> See, that seems so far fetched now with where the story's yeah, gone the and story what went. things that we've talked about. It's like there hasn't been anything on that front. No, I, I'm a little just worried. I, I but know I we're gonna end up happy ever after. World. I'm not sure I'm gonna be satisfied with it. Well, just yeah. all around. 
you know what I mean. Can you repeat what you were just saying, Layla? Because I couldn't, like, yeah, to you two talking, I couldn't hear that. So I, I need some kind of a resolution where her her people are okay. So I I don't know. I mean, they're uh, the North Korean people. I'm in love with them, and yeah. and I don't I don't like the thought that our prima donna head lady is you know her husband's tossed in jail and maybe who knows what's happened to him and i don't want any of our other ladies to to suffer i want reunification man give me total fantasy here i do kind of wish they had gone maybe more in that direction it would have been a fun world to see come to life i wonder if because there was some um and i don't know how big it ended up being but i know that there was a group of people that were like suing them because they were making north korea look too inviting inviting or (laughs) or just that they weren't really bad like humanizing a lot of the people so i don't know if that had any effect on their writing although i would i i don't know for me like i do love this writer and i do love the big sweeping romance that we get from it. And this is by far my absolute favorite Hyun Bin character, hands down. He just, he has this just different feel to him where I just love everything about his character. I love his acting and everything. Um, I feel like there were a lot of themes and, and trajectory that we we could have gone that we didn't. And so now I'm just not sure what would make me happy because we're in a situation where he either has to, um, defect. Yeah. And go over to South Korea and be with her there. And then you have the women of the village and all of the soldiers. And then you have second lead guy where is, he's not going to stay in North Korea. He's going back to South Korea. So is the other girl going to have to defect as well? So I don't know where they're going to go with it and what the answers are going to be. Um, I And I don't know what will make me happy at this point. I don't know because like I don't want her to go live in North Korea either. And that's not a viable answer. So I don't, I don't know what would make me happy and I don't know exactly what we're going to see. But from the beginning of what I thought they might do with it, they really haven't done a lot of those kinds of things. So... I will be happy if they're together, which they will be. This this writer, she figures out how a mermaid and a human can be together. She figures out how an alien from outer space can, you know, go back through a wormhole and spend a couple, couple months and then go back. So, like, she, ha- you know, she'll figure it out. But will it be satisfactory with way, the way that she set up this divided world? And in the, is that also a more <laughs> realistic ending because that's just the way that it is. Because if you are reunification, (laughs) reunification, I I think you need to prepare your heart that maybe they'll do They Here's what my prediction is. If they do a reunification, it'll be a flash forward of like 20 years or 10 years or something like that. And they'll be like 10 years. And then they'll, they'll get to meet each other. And then that's going to be the fantastical element of the story is that in 10 years from now, 
they reunify, but it's definitely not something that's going to happen with the current everything because they didn't delve into anything deeper or farther into the politics of it to be able to do that. Well, I mean, I'm I'm glad they didn't, but there was nothing in the storyline that would other than them bringing it up 15, 20 times throughout the, the, the drama. Yeah. I feel that this writer, the endings are always her weakest spot. It's always kind of a, well, it just works out. I don't even remember how the mermaid worked out. What did it? Was it? I don't uh, even <laughs> like, so, so she went back to the ocean to heal. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And then came and back. And then she came back. And instead of forgetting everything, because he was literary, and he wrote down all of his thoughts and things about her and hid it. <laughs> Whenever she came back, <laughs> he had he had all of his memories oh, still. Okay, right. so it was super I sweet. I feel like it's going to be an ending where I'll be like, but it's still okay, a little weak. Whatever. Yeah, I'll be. You know what? The show was good regardless. No. I don't need that solid. See, and I was one of the ones with my love from another star where I wasn't that worried about. I didn't care. They made me yeah. ball my head off when he disappeared. So yeah. I was okay with it's anything like, that brought him. I'll take it. <laughs> yes. I needed him to come back. So, so. I was fine with that. So, and that's yeah. where his character, I care enough. Like he, it, he could, he can leave his parents. I, they'll survive. Like he needs to be with her. So I'm fine with whatever keeps them together. Yep. Except so, for her going and living in North Korea for the rest of her life. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that it would be the romantic happy ever after that they would portray it if that's their ending. Yeah. So, so. Yeah, right. they're not going to make that happy ever. That, no. But we'll discuss that in more in-depth next month. Yes. And uh, K-Drama Jen will be back with us to discuss some of the topics we did in the ending um, for our next podcast. So... Thanks for joining us for this episode. Feel free to send us your thoughts and feelings about the podcast. If there's a specific actor or theme you would like us to discuss, then let us know. We love blogging about Asian dramas, but behind the scenes, we have so much more to say, and we want to share it with you. And talking is so much faster than typing. 